This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Hi there, good morning. I'm Ann Romer, sitting in for Jim Lang today, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Recently, Woodbine did a soft launch of its new state-of-the-art Stella Artois Terrace, considered to be one of the most unique patio experiences in the GTA. And just in time, as Woodbine is full throttle, moving forward into the meat of their stake schedule, which also includes the running of the Queen's Plate on Sunday, August the 21st. George Soros joins us today, and George is part of the executive team responsible for what you may put on your plate, pardon the pun, when you have an opportunity to savor the fine cuisine at the Rexdale track, which not only includes new offerings of the Stella Artois Terrace, but the various other fine dining options at Woodbine. Can't wait to talk to George. This Monday is the traditional Battle of Waterloo Stakes and also Industry Day at Grand River Raceway. Joining us today is friend of the show, Jamie Martin, who is Raceway Manager at the Alora-based track. Jamie's going to bring us up to speed on what's happening at Grand River Raceway and what we can look forward to on the traditional Industry Day this Monday, which includes the epic Battle of Waterloo Stakes and, of course, not to be outdone on the Philly side, there's also the running of the Battle of the Bells Stake. And this is neat. Linda Rainey is Managing Director of the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame located at Woodbine Racetrack. Next week on August the 3rd, the Hall of Fame will welcome some new members, but also some inductees from 2020 and 2021 during a ceremony that will be held at the Mississauga Convention Center. We will meet Linda and learn more about the Hall of Fame, the two-year graduating class, and also how you can obtain tickets to next week's ceremony. And finally, he's back. My co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some other North American tracks that are racing today. With our Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing, it's going to be a great show, so please get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready for some heavy-duty action today. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent horse racing news. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and rocket ship racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government, and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. 
Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer, happy to be here sitting in for Jim Lang, and it's always a pleasure to look across the microphones and see the smiling face with the headsets on. Larry Simpson, my co-host. You don't need any introduction, frankly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you are well-known. I'm not going to say notorious, but you're well-known at racing tracks all across this nation. Well, this these headphones are getting tighter and tighter <laughs> on my swollen head now. So, <laughs> Shall we go back in time to last week? We talk about the, the plate trial stakes, but also the Woodbine Oaks. What, what did you see? What did you feel? And what do you know? Well, the Woodbine Oaks was a real dominant performance by a horse by the name of Moira. And uh, I think the next step for trainer Kevin Attard is to put her into the uh, Queen's Plate and the way she dominated there. I think she's going to be uh, uh, difficult to handle, and, and it wouldn't be the first time that a filly has won the Queen's Plate. So, But, uh, no, she was, uh, she was very dominant, and, um, and, and it was a strong field of fillies in there as well. So, Did you see any other talent that may make its way to the Queen's Plate? Uh, I saw, saw a couple of other horses in that, uh, you know, that uh, it, both races were, I was going to say Moira was a, a, a winner by a, a long margin, but the rest of the horses were pretty packed in, and you could make a case for some of them that it was a big field, they might have got into trouble and, and whatever, and, um, yeah, I think that uh, you're going to see maybe a couple of other horses maybe come out of that race in the Woodbine Oaks and, 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 uh, and go into the uh, Queen's Plate. And, and, like, we're only, like, three weeks away, right? Three so, weeks and uh, one day. So three we've weeks got and 22 sleeps or something like that. 22 <laughs> sleeps. <laughs> maybe 21 sleeps, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's true because, like, racing is uh, really hot and heavy right now. And right across North America, everybody's into their made. Uh, course of their their race meets and that so uh, it's getting exciting and I think the buzz for Queen's Plate is is getting very exciting and and uh, I'm excited yeah <laughs> I am too and and it's all about what's happening at Woodbine Racetrack then so in three weeks and a day but also right now so Larry I'm excited about speaking with our next guest George Soros is Vice President Operations for Woodbine Entertainment Group. That's a big job and lots to look forward to. Welcome to the show, George. Hello, Anne. Thank you so much. So, so happy to be here with you both. Okay, I guess for our listeners, talk first, George, about what is your actual role at Woodbine? Yeah, sure, Larry. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so today the role is a VP of Operations, so I've uh, got the absolute pleasure of leading um, several teams in our core operating departments, uh, food and beverage, uh, our security team, properties and facilities, guest services, procurement. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I get to lead at both of our sites, so both at Woodbine and at Mohawk Park up in Campbellville. Um, so it's, it's a great, great role that I get to play. Uh, it's, uh, 
I've got a team of, uh, of about 800 people, uh, not all direct reports, uh, but I've got a great, great leadership team that I get to work closely with every day. And uh, yeah, really the role that we play is we're at the service of, of all of our guests uh, uh, that, that, that come to our sites, um, all of our internal guests, which is, you know, all of our uh, other departments, right? And we work very closely with our racing, uh, you know, services departments and, and all, of our, our, all of our administrative team. And uh, yeah, really our job every day is to put the show on and to, uh, to make sure that everyone's experience is the best that it can be. And how important is the fan experience when you compare it to the actual horse racing? Yeah, it is. It is so important. I mean, I think at both of our racetracks uh, and it's, uh, you know, we get an opportunity every single day uh, to really kind of promote and present um, live racing experiences and no one else can do that. Right. So it makes us just so unique and so special. So, yeah, so we take uh, a great amount of care um, to really make sure that, you know, from the time that, you know, our guests park their car um, or arrive through, uh, through Uber or a taxi to, to the time that they get to the place that they're going to spend the day with us that, uh, you know, we hit every single one of those touch points to make it, uh, the most, uh, you know, like the best experience that we can for them. Well, talking about guest experiences, uh, recently Woodbine, uh, basically took the old, uh, champions, uh, terrace and yes. converted it mm-hmm. now to the Stella Artois terrace. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, Talk about that. Uh, yeah. What was the reasoning behind this? And I guess is one of the goals to attract a, a more of a younger generation of fan now? Yeah, absolutely, Larry. Thanks for that. And, and it is something that we are just so excited about today. Um, I'm not going to digress too much into COVID, but it still does live in our conversation, unfortunately. And, and certainly uh, we were devastated uh, when that hit our business. Uh, you know, our grandstands closed for months and months and months. Um, and, um, you know, all of our food and beverage, um, you know, completely closed and, and we had to, you know, uh, you know, have so, so many hundreds of our team members, um, you know, really leave the business until, uh, you know, we could get things back on track. But, you know, at that time, uh, it was very doom and gloom, but we, we were able to kind of persevere through that tough time and really kind of think about how we could create some future opportunities for us. Uh, we spent a lot of time studying our entire food and beverage portfolio, one that had been so, so successful for so many years, but then again had been abruptly stopped uh, because of the uh, the restrictions and, and just the full impacts of the pandemic. One of the areas that we really, really focused on was how we could create um, a, a zone or an area where we could feel very proud to 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 invite new guests to really help uh, uh, you know celebrate racing, to create a new racing experience. And we thought, um, you know, the Champions Patio, uh, which which has been a patio for for decades at Woodbine, very very popular spot, uh, amazing vistas of the racetrack, just a really immersive experience. So we really focused on that, and we uh, we we really kind of set out uh, to become the best patio in the city of Toronto. Um, we uh, you know we really got clear. Uh, as to the kind of experience that we wanted to create. We did a lot of really important customer research, uh, those that are really looking for different types of experiences. And, um, you know, we really focused on, you know, creating creating this new patio experience at the Stella uh, uh, Terrace, um, really with a focus on those that are really seeking for, for different types of experiences. Um, you know, we, 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 we obviously renovated it. It looks spectacular. I hope that people can come out to see it because we're just so, so proud of it. But, you know, very elegant, comfortable, very approachable. It's kind of like, you know, fine dining meets relaxed patio with lots of energy and excitement. 
And we really focused on, you know, the types of reasons why people go out. So, so why do people go out and, and the different types of occasions, um, whether it's uh, for an event uh, that we're invited to, whether it's just to go hang out with friends, um, whether it's uh, just kind of, um, you know, a night out or an afternoon out, social gatherings, celebrations, uh, you know, birthdays and, and just casual dinners, right? So, so to try to create that kind of environment uh, while also really trying to promote and to create an amazing live racing experience. There's no better place at Woodbine to actually experience live racing than the Champions Patio. And we, we're, we're just so happy that we've been able to elevate that, you know, 10, 15, 20 notches uh, with mm. our new Stella Terrace. And the Stella Terrace, Estella Artois, is there a partnership between you and that company? Uh, how did that come about? Yeah, thank you, Anne. Yeah, absolutely. So we've been, we've been a really proud partner with Labatt's. Uh, for decades. Uh, so I've, I've been with the company for 23 years and, and we've had just an amazing partnership with them uh, for uh, for that time and even beyond that. So yeah, so when we were in the process of really focusing on the kind of physical element changes and the branding of the patio, we actually didn't start with thinking that it would become the Stellar to our terrace. Uh, but we had some discussions with uh, with our partners at Labatt's, and uh, they immediately got very, very excited about what, what we were thinking about and what we were about to embark on. And they immediately thought that there would be this really amazing connection with what they were trying to do with the Stella Artois brand um, and what we were trying to do. So it was just, it was a very natural kind of marriage between uh, the two brands, uh, leveraged, uh, you know, with obviously a very, very strong, longstanding relationship. It was probably the easiest part of this very complicated project was just us working with them. Uh, but they were so excited to really uh, jump on board with us uh, to uh, you know, obviously provide all of the branding, uh, but also uh, being very, very key partners in, uh, in, in being involved in every single of the elements. So whether it's decor and furniture and menu and beverage offerings. Um, so it's been, it's been just great to, to have them with us um, in, in, in kind of building this out. So if somebody wanted to attend the races and spend it on the terrace, uh, first off, what kind of uh, food fare would they be served or have the opportunity to, uh, to uh, have? And how would they make a reservation? I think you're asking this for yourself, Larry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he absolutely is. And Larry, I can't wait to actually have you out to show you around. But no, the menu is... I'll be there. Um, again, it's, it's, yeah, I know that. I know that. Look forward to it. Look yeah. forward to it. No, the menu is very, very approachable. It's, uh, you know, we've, we've obviously are, are uh, you know, we have a new, uh, uh, a new chef uh, that is, that has joined us recently. Um, and, um, you know, really focusing on a, a lot of the kind, you know, kind of current food trends. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's something there for everybody. It's, uh, you know, we've, We've really tried to create this kind of high-end, very high-quality offering, um, you know, very sensory, right? So, you know, dishes that have different elevations, different types of ingredients, some really interesting stories about how they're produced, um, and, but very approachable, right? So, you know, you would see uh, your very standard, uh, you know, fare of uh, some really interesting, uh, you know, salads and, uh, and burgers and handheld items. Uh, um, and um, so, yeah, so we've really tried to create, uh, you know, a, a broad offering, something that really appeals to, to everyone. Um, but in doing it in, in a very playful, very casual, very comfortable way, but with a with an air of elegance, for sure. George, the Queen's Plate is three weeks and a day away. What are your preparations like for that big event, that big day? It is 23 days away. We're so excited. Um, 
It is crazy, right? So, uh, you know, it's, it's really showtime for us, right? So, you know, the Queen's Plate is, uh, it's one day, but the preparations for Queen's Plate actually starts um, 13, 14, 15 months before. So uh, if you can believe it, before we actually run the Queen's Plate, we're already having to talk about the next year's Queen's Plate, just because of all the elements um, and all the things that, uh, you know, so many of our, of our team members and, and, and departments have to look after. So, yeah, so we're less than a month away. Um, you know, it's, it's really now about getting all the fine details in place. All of the planning has already happened. We have the full kind of programming uh, plan in place, all of the different areas that we're going to activate and program. Um, and now it's just really getting ready to mobilize, right? So, you know, the site, you know, we're, we're preparing the site and preparing certain sections of the site uh, that we don't normally op, uh, you know, operate every day, but that we certainly will uh, invite and welcome guests uh, on that day. So, yes, it's showtime now. The countdown <laughs> is on. Uh, you know, ticket sales have been going extremely well. Uh, all of our restaurants are completely sold out at, at this particular stage. We do have a couple of interesting premium packages uh, still available on uh, through queensplate.com. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, from now until uh, until the 21st of August. It's uh, it's going to be pretty intense, but uh, you know we're used to it. It's 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 kind of par for the course. And uh, and sorry, I'm kind of rambling a bit, but we're just so excited that we've been able to uh, you know kind of get through the you know the last two years where the event uh, was obviously very very different than than what it had been in previous years. But this one here is going to really feel like um, you know what it used to be. So we're really excited about being able to you know welcome thousands and thousands of guests again. Uh, to really kind of rebuild this event to uh, uh, to new heights for sure. You mentioned earlier you've been part of the horse racing industry for 22, 23 years. Uh, what yeah. is it that makes you want to get up and, and go to work every day still? <laughs> oh wow, that's a great question. So I mean, for me, for me, it's always like it's always about the people, right? I mean, I've so it's been 23 years, celebrating my 23rd anniversary this past April. Um, and, uh, you know, I've had a, a, just an incredible, incredible ride. So many amazing opportunities, uh, being able to, you know, impact and to be involved with different, different areas of our business. Um, I am a, uh, I, I, you know, I do come from the food and beverage industry. Uh, that's really what, uh, where, where I got started when I, when I began with, uh, with the Ontario Jockey Club at the time in 1999. Um, but, uh, but I've had some great opportunities to get involved in the kind of wagering side of the business. I was able to spend uh, about five years uh, overseeing and leading our off-track business uh, at that time, which included all of our off-track telethetors. I think that's when you and I met, Larry. It was. Fact, that's right. Was, that's right. It was. It was. Yeah. 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 And yeah. at the time, uh, we had our Greenwood Teletheater, uh, Wegg Stadium Bar, and Turf Lounge, which were the, the three locations that we owned from an off-track uh, betting perspective, and then we had relationships with uh, with about twenty um, uh, other restaurant operators that all operated their uh, their bars and restaurants under the Champions Off Track uh, betting brand. So, yeah, I mean, I've had a really, really great uh, great opportunity uh, to, uh, to to be involved in different elements of our business. I think, in the role that I play today, uh, is the one where I'm probably most close to the. Uh, to the live racing side of things and working really closely with our partners at the, in, our, in, in both our thoroughbred and standardbred racing departments. Wow. George Soros, uh, the Vice President of Operations for Woodbine Entertainment Group. Got to tell you, your enthusiasm for horse racing, all things about it, including the fan experience, absolutely contagious in the very best way. You are amazing. And both Larry and I are looking forward to meeting you and hoisting one at the Stella Artois Terrace. 
<laughs> yes, and we will make sure it'll be a Stella chalice that we will hoist together. <laughs> you are funny. Thank, thank you for that. You've done a great <laughs> thank job. You for that. Thanks so much. <laughs> when we thank come, you. okay. When we come back, Grand River Raceways. Jamie Martin joins us on Ponies Twenty Four Seven, the Radio Magazine. Ponies Twenty Four Seven, the Radio Magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at one zero five nine the Region. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. Costa, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. Costa, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the Costa website at costaonline.com or call 905-854-2672. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds, one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7. This coming Monday, Grand River Raceway is hosting the 32nd year of Industry Day. It's a feature for the track that was originally held at the now-closed Elmira Raceway. Friend of the show, Jamie Martin, Grand River's Raceway manager, joins us now to talk more about the Industry Day and its two feature races, the Battle of Waterloo and the Battle of the Bell Stakes. Jamie, good to have you on the show. Thank you. Okay, Jamie, let, let's talk about the, what is the significance in the history of Industry Day? Well, it, uh, as you know, Larry, it started uh, back in the 90s by Dr. Ted Clark, who was uh, original general manager for uh, Elmira Raceway uh, going back into the late 80s. And it was really uh, a day to thank and to acknowledge the horse people that work so hard on their, with the horses. And it, uh, I guess that was, 32 years ago, so that they had the first one, and then uh, they added the uh, Battle of Waterloo stake, about 20, this is the 25th edition this year, so they added it 25 years ago, and uh, to, to, to add to the day, but it is really a, a celebration of the industry. Explain a little bit more about the Battle of Waterloo and why it's named that, and, it, and why it's important. Uh, so, it goes back to, well, we are... Um, Pretty close to Kitchener Waterloo, and uh, <laughs> and it is really a, just a, a playoff of uh, of the region here, and uh, and you know um, uh, horse racing. It's a you know it's a, it's more of a metaphor, but it is a battle of the horses. Um, <laughs> everyone all gets along, but uh, they're out there racing. So uh, that's how that's how it started, and um, 
And it is, uh, it's also, it's a two-year-old race, and it's quite early in the season for two-year-olds, so it's, a lot of them have only just started um, two or three starts. So it's uh, it's also uh, a, a coming out, and it's restricted to uh, horses that were bred in the province of Ontario, so it's, it's more of a, a local race as well. Okay. Now, you just recently opened up at, at Grand River. Uh, how has business been so far? Uh, it's been good. Uh, like every business, we we are having our struggles this year with uh, labor, and um, I think that's unique, not unique to Alora. Um, but uh, Alora's a great tourist town. It's, it's very busy here, which it. Uh, but you know, uh, staff finding staff has been tough for all of the businesses up here, and so that's affected a little bit of uh, of the uh, experience we can offer our customers. But it's been busy, uh, which is great. Uh, the people have came out uh, in large numbers, and we're very appreciative of that. And and the meat's gone quite well. Let's uh, put a want ad out right now on this show. Who are you looking for? What are you looking for in terms of staff at Grand River Raceway? Uh, primarily uh, folks uh, that like to work in hospitality. So um, it's uh, food and beverage primarily. So uh, the actual, so we have a large facility. Here. We have a main grandstand with a dining room, and then we have a building next door, which, uh, but our, uh, the main casino building where the grandstand is actually the dining room is is open but it's not open for food service because uh, they haven't been able to uh, get enough staff hopefully uh, so this so those, those are things that have affected us so uh, so folks have in the area if they're uh, looking for some uh, part-time work uh, we race Monday Wednesdays and Fridays uh, nights through the end of September and so we're always uh, we're always looking for uh, additional members to our team here. Boy, I hope this helps. Larry? Have you noticed Thanks. a difference? Have you noticed a difference, Jamie, since, uh, well, since you started this year and COVID, basically everybody's saying in the rearview mirror now in fan support. And, and with that being said, uh, industry day this year is going to have a different feel because it's, it's basically full spectators, right? And, and you know, can is there... Do you have any idea how many people that you can cram in there? Uh, so we um, we're expecting uh, about three thousand people, uh, which would be uh, where we would have been at, um, say, the two thousand nineteen, which was the last year we were able to sort of uh, do it uh, full full steam without any restrictions. We actually uh, one of our big nights here. We have a, some wiener dog races, which we had a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. <laughs> and we had about 3,000 people here for that. So that's an indication that uh, people are looking for things to do. And, of course, you know, come to the races here, it's, it doesn't cost anything, right? Admission's free, parking's free, and uh, you only spend what you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is for someone looking for uh, just something to do. And in our case, uh, Monday, uh, it's Monday afternoon, so we have a lot of uh, activities for kids, uh, petting zoo, pony rides, uh, things like that, face painting. So so for folks looking for some uh, an afternoon out, if they're around uh, for the long weekend, uh, there's lots to do here. Jamie Martin, you are Grand River Raceway's manager. I know that you worked at Woodbine uh, in the past and maybe other racetracks, but what, how do you compare the two and what's it like working at Grand River? It's a little bit smaller, a little bit more intimate. Yeah, uh, a lot smaller actually. <laughs> so, uh, which is which is good because uh, 
you you can just have a, a better experience if you want to get close to the uh, to the horses and close to the people. Um, you know the the facilities that are woodbine are beautiful, right? But it's it's large, right? Because it's uh, you know it's a very large site, and uh, and and so there's just uh, with that it's just there's just more distance to everything, right? So uh, we're here; it's a little more intimate, and uh, but it's it's still lots of fun, and um, and it's a little easier to get in and out of than it is in Toronto. So, uh, but I, I certainly. Uh, uh, they have uh, top class racing at Woodbine, and and here it's a little more grassroots. Okay, talk about moving forward with Grand River, Jamie. Uh, you race until I believe what the end of September, and is there any yeah. other more feature races uh, days coming up over the next uh, couple of months? No, this is this is our last big day. We do have a number of sire stakes, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, scattered throughout the, the last couple of months of the meet. Uh, but uh, which are uh, important events for uh, for the Ontario folks that race uh, with us and, and in the province. Uh, but yeah, this is our last uh, major event for the year. You spoke earlier about uh, the Battle of Waterloo. Uh, let's also talk about Battle of the Bells, and and maybe you can explain who you're looking at in each of those two races. Yeah, I want to pick a winner. <laughs> yeah, so, cash yeah, a ticket. So the, uh, I can start with the bells. That's a race for fillies, and um, so it's two-year-old Ontario sired fillies. And uh, and if you looked at the, it was a fairly evenly matched group last year. But uh, the five-horse uh, big big plans uh, in that race, she'll be the favorite, probably just a bit better than even money. Uh, Trevor Henry's. Uh, won driven races and, and, and won these races here before. And Bob McIntosh is a Hall of Fame trainer. Uh, so that would be certainly one to look for in the in the Battle of Waterloo, uh, the final. Um, it's, uh, you know, you do have to look at the inside horses in half-mile track racing. So uh, I would actually, uh, you might get a bit of a price on the one horse, better be terror, um, trained by Blake McIntosh, who's won here before this race, and Jody Jameson's won the race a number of times. So, uh, so that might be one you can get a bit of a price on in the final. Talk about your the track's demographic, Jamie. Is it uh, what are you you seeing? Are you seeing more younger people coming to Grand River Raceway now? We have actually, and that was uh, part. I think the pandemic had something to do with that. Uh, you know, last year when. You know, we were uh, we were still there were still restrictions, but people could be outside, and you know we are mostly outside here. So uh, we actually seen probably because there was less to do um, generally. Um, we actually picked up quite a bit of a younger demographic coming out to the races, enjoy Friday night racing here, and uh, and that's continued this year. So that's that's really encouraging, actually. You know, Monday is the holiday, and what a perfect place to be, Grand River Raceway. So give us a little bit of an advertisement, if you will, trying to let our listeners know exactly why they should come to Grand River Raceway and how to get there. Uh, So first of all, the forecast looks wonderful. So the weather will be good, which is always important. Uh, Our first race is at 1230, so it's an afternoon. So if you're... uh, Looking for something to do on a holiday Monday, um, and uh, we've got, of course, great racing, but also if you're bringing the family out, uh, we've got uh, 
kids' activities such as the petting zoos, face painting, and pony rides, which I mentioned. We do have food trucks, and, uh, and so there'll be lots of uh, various options for food and beverage people are looking for, and, and just, a, just a great afternoon, uh, pretty casual, pretty easygoing, but uh, be lots of, lots of fun um, watching and, and uh, playing the horses. Boy, you have a future as a radio announcer, that's for sure. (laughs) By the way, you had me at hello. (laughs) All right, and I guess for our listeners, if they are interested in in going, um, what's post time? Yeah, so it'd be 1230, and so we are in Alora, um, just just outside of town. Uh, It'd be easy to find. Okay. And is there any, any dining options still available for them if they want to come in there for a meal or for a lunch or that? Yeah, no, it's it's pretty much grab and go. So we've got a, a, a few barbecues on site, plus we'll have some food trucks. Okay. It sounds fantastic. Jamie Martin, what a pleasure to speak with you today. Manager Grand River Raceway, thank you, and I hope you have a great big turnout on Monday. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Coming up after the break, when we come back, Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame's Linda Rainey. She joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Live in Ontario? Ever dreamt about owning a racehorse? You need to take Ontario Racing's Horse Ownership 101 Virtual Seminars. Join horse racing expert Elisa Blow and learn about standard bred and thoroughbred ownership opportunities in Ontario with options for every price point. These free sessions are available in a one-on-one setting or as a group. For a list of seminar dates and to book your ownership seminar, go to ontarioracing.com horse ownership today. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. Live Harness Racing continues at the Meadowlands Racetrack every Friday and Saturday evening with a post time of 6.20 p.m. The Big M's Championship Meet concludes on August 6th, where all eyes will be on the famed $1 million Hamiltonian, headlining an exceptional day of stakes events with a special post time of 12 noon. Watch and wager in all of the Big M's exciting harness racing action through your HPI bet account and Dark Horse app, and be part of the Meadowlands Racing Experience. Visit PlayMeadowlands.com for racing details. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at cosaonline.com or call 905-854-2672. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. 
over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Linda Rainey is Managing Director of the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame located on the grounds of Woodbine Racetrack. Linda joins us right now to talk about this week's induction ceremonies, also a special silent auction to support the hall. Linda Rainey, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us. Thank you, and I'm honored to be here and uh, very excited about what we have happening this coming week. Well, let's uh, start at the very beginning for you then. Uh, talk about the Hall of Fame and what, what exactly is your role with the Hall of Fame and how long have you been involved with them? Um, the Hall of Fame was started in 1976 uh, by a collection of uh, race trackers who thought it was important that the best in Canadian horse racing be recognized. Um, we have in, uh, over 500 inductees, both standard bred and thoroughbred. We are the only national organization that represents both breeds. And um, as far as my role with the organization, um, I do a little bit of everything. Uh, as a registered charity, um, we have a you know limited budgets and and try and make the best of it. And we have great industry support. Um, by our industry organizations who um, help fund us as well as we uh, try and take on these initiatives of honoring the best in Canadian horse racing. And we have plenty of them. Can you give us some names from the past? Names from the past. It could be, um, oh, Jim Day is in there. We have, um, we've lost a number of inductees over the past couple of years, including such great names as Robert Burgess on the standardbred side, uh, Bill Galvin, who was a fabulous man as far as promotion of sport, um, Charles Armstrong uh, of Armbro fame on the standardbred side. Um, he was He's definitely one of our members. And, we, you know, we go back into horses that reach back to the various early days of Canadian horse racing, which include um, a horse named Modesty, who was in a race on the Plains of Abraham exactly 100 years before Canadian Confederation. Wow. (laughs) So we have a long history with representation from right across our country, uh, and like I've talked about, both breeds. So it's quite a list and um, quite a quite a bunch of reading if anybody wanted to go to our website or visit the Hall of Fame itself at Woodbine. Sure, I thought I had a long history in this business, but <laughs> I, I just got topped. You're I not that old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Linda, let's let's talk about uh, August 3rd. That's your induction gala for uh, 2020 and 2021 inductees. Uh, first off, what's it like to be back live again after missing a couple of years and just tell us a little bit who's being inducted and uh you know what uh you know the format of the uh of the the night will be uh yeah thank you uh it's fabulous to be back we made the commitment to our 2020 and 2021 inductees during covid that we would make sure that they had the same type of recognition and ceremony attached to their inductions as those that had preceded them. So that's why we're doing only 2020 and 2021 right now. There are a total of 16 inductees that cover the gamut from um, Amor Angus, the incredible broodmare on the standard red side, jockey Gary Boulanger, 
thoroughbred trainer Mike Keogh, Sue Leslie in the thoroughbred builder category, who's involved in such organizations as HBPA and has been um, an advocate for horse racing for an extended period of time. Uh, Paul McDonnell, standard red driver, who is very closely associated with the great Sun Beach somewhere. We have Mick Wicked, uh, standard red stallion owned by Ed James, um, whose racing record pacer um, is phenomenal. Uh, going back a bit, we have thoroughbred veteran horse, Play the King, that was um, an absolute force during his career. The great rambling Willie, um, who was um, who was known not only for his racing ability, but for his media tours that included places like the Merv Griffin Show. Hmm. Um, so that was quite the story back in the late 70s, early 80s, I believe. The beautiful Teppan, um, thoroughbred uh, mare that raced in... Canada, the U.S., and in uh, England, and um, who else? Oh, and we're also acknowledging Man of, Man of War. Uh, he was our 2020 legend honoree um, for his race in Windsor that happened in uh, 1920, so it was his 100th anniversary the year that he was inducted. How is it decided who is going to be inducted? What's the system by which all of this takes place? What's the criteria? Yeah, there is a full list of criteria in varying categories. Um, we accept public nominations um, for all of our inductees. Um, it then goes to a committee from the industry, one for standard bread, one for thoroughbred, who review based on the individual criteria. Individual categories have different criteria. Um, and then from there, the top three nominations are reviewed by a voting committee of 20 per breed, and they submit secret ballots for decision on the um, on who the inductees are in a given year. Um, the list that I went through a minute ago, those were for our 2020s. Our 2021s include standard bred breeder Jim Bullock, the incredible standard bred um, broodmare, Great Memories, Heart to Heart, who was Canadian bred but had great success down in the U.S., and Not Too Shy, um, who also um, goes back into the thoroughbred veteran category as well as Vicki Pappas, who is head of uh, Long Run, the Thoroughbred Aftercare Program for Racehorses, and and uh, Randy Waples, um, who is a longtime driver and uh, second generation from his family who's going into the Hall of Fame. So the event happens August 3rd. Uh, yes. Tell us, that are there, are there tickets still available? How much are they? And how, if our listeners are interested in, in uh, basically signing up for the tickets, how do they do it? Um, there are still a handful of tickets available. The best way to, um, to purchase them would be to go to the Hall of Fame website, CanadianHorseRacingHallOfFame.com, and go to our online store. Um, and uh, tickets are $225 a person, including HST. And included with that is a four-course uh, meal, 
wine with dinner reception beforehand and the uh, induction ceremonies themselves. Linda, what does it mean to be inducted into the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame? What does it mean to a person? What does it mean to a horse owner, to the jockey that rode that horse? What does it mean to be a part of the Hall of Fame? Um, it's really interesting how much it it represents to um, to those inductees. Um, and having spoken with Randy Waples recently, the fact that he's joining his father in the Hall of Fame and um, Keith Waples, another member of their family as well, to be part of that group that he has admired his entire life um, and now to be included with them. Um, I think it, it's an incredible um, feeling for them. Um, you know, with, with people like Gary Belanger, um having ridden, been through injuries, um, rose to the top of, of the game and being recognized on a national basis is really the highest echelon that anybody within the industry can reach. Uh, for the horses, um, and the owners of those horses to be able to say that they owned, raced, raised babies from um, a horse that has been identified as a Hall of Fame member, um, it just takes them one step higher as far as um, the accolades they've received. And um, again, because we represent the best in Canadian racing, um, there really is no higher level they can reach on the Canadian stage. Now, you also have a silent auction, correct? Uh, talk about it and, and some of the uh, the items that uh, you have up there for auctioning. We do. Um, it's the first year we've done our auction on a totally virtual basis. That means that not only those people that are attending the event, but the general public have complete access to uh, previewing the auction and um, uh, and bidding on it as well. Um, the preview is available now. Um, we've just posted to our website and in turn and in turn our Facebook page links to um, to the actual auction and um, included are some incredibly unique items. The uh, chicken dance family on Schoenberg farm, um, the family of the late Gus chicken dance has provided us with three, incredibly unique halters. One that was worn by the great thoroughbred Danzig, who was a son of Northern Dancer, a halter that was worn by Chicken Dance's uh, Langfuhr, who was the son of Danzig, and uh, a halter worn by Wando, who was the son of Langfuhr. So it's an incredibly unique offering. It's a one-of-a-kind offering, and we're so privileged to be able to offer it as part of the auction. We also have a bass fishing trip with um, thoroughbred Hall of Fame trainer, um, Reed Baker, and he'll take uh, some people out on uh, the Niagara River with a trained guide, and they'll have a, um, a half day of bass fishing on the Niagara River. We have hockey tickets. We have a handmade quilt by the wife of um, John Bax, standard bread uh, trainer John Bax. A beautiful piece. And we've had we've had this item in the past, but uh, it's always a favorite. Uh, Liz Waples, the wife of Ron Waples, 
is a master in the kitchen when it comes to preserves, and she has provided us with a wonderful collection of preserves that um, are, are one of our items as well. And there's hockey tickets and sports sweaters and um, tickets for things like uh, dinner at Mohawk Park and um, at the 100th Royal Winter Fair Horse Show. So we have incredible donors who are very, very supportive. And we hope we get lots of interest and lots of bids. Um, bids open tomorrow morning, or sorry, on Saturday morning, and uh, continue through until 9.30 on Wednesday, August 3rd. Sounds like an amazing event. It is the Canadian Horse Racing Hall of Fame induction gala on August the 3rd at the Mississauga Convention Center. Thank you, Linda Rainey, so much for joining us on Ponies 24-7. You were fantastic and so insightful. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us and uh, hope to talk again soon. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and of course some racing at several other North American tracks. So make sure that your HBI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to ontarioracing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Time 
for my favorite part of the show, which is Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day. Larry. Yeah, it's my favorite time, too. <laughs> and you put a lot of work into this. Yeah. Well, sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> as, as I said, there, there's a song, and I've related that to Jim every once in a while, called Under Pressure. Under you know? Pressure. Da, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah, and that's sometimes how I feel yeah. with these. But, uh, well, there's anyway. no pressure here, no although, pressure. come on, get going. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, let's start with Woodbine. They've got a good 10 race card today, including the 8th race, which is the $100,000 Niagara Stakes on the turf and includes Mighty Heart, friend of the show. But uh, I'm going to take a look at the race before, race 7, which is also on the turf, one mile on the inner turf for fillies and mares and purse of $50,000. It's a nice collection of 10 fillies and mares listed to go to post. And I'm looking at a price play here, number 5, Anna Cleves, who is good name besides yeah, yeah. I think of but, King yeah. Henry VIII on that one exactly <laughs> who is making the third start of her 2022 uh, form cycle her last start on July 3rd was excellent a closing third place finish at seven and a half furlongs on the turf which saw Anna Cleves miss the win by only one and three quarter lengths despite closing from 10th at the top of the stretch uh in that race Anna Cleves really didn't have clear sailing in the stretch to just miss and uh I think she's got a good uh, shot today with the ex- extra half a furlong, and uh, I think there's some speed signed on, which should help uh, provide a decent pace for her to run into. So uh, um, there's also a decent five furlong work that Anna Cleves has had since that last race, so I'm going to go with her. So, uh, Oh, and I should say she's one for four at the distance, two for nine at the turf, so uh, that that's a good sign. So Woodbine race seven, number five, Anna Cleves. And if she wins by a head, she keeps her head, I'm sure. I guess she will, Okay, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. With that Henry VIII background. Well, well, maybe, maybe Henry's not around. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> Let's move to Del Mar. <laughs> okay, well, Del Mar has an 11 race card uh, today, including the running of the grade two San Diego uh, uh, handicap featuring the good Mandaloon, who became the Kentucky Derby winner on disqualification uh, last year. So, uh, uh, race nine though at Del Mar is one uh, one mile on the turf, an optional claimer, a purse of eighty two thousand dollars. Number six, Goliad made his first start in almost a year at Santa Anita on June nineteenth, and I think I had made it uh, my ponies picks of the day that day as well. Race like you really needed the start. Uh, this guy, to be honest, has had a stop and start career. He's taken good betting action in every in all of his eight starts on his career and hails from the top barn of trainer Richard Mandela. His last start at Santa Anita saw Goliad racing three wide pretty much the whole time. And I think he just made it look like that was kind of a prep race for today. It was at six furlongs. And I think Goliad is back at a mile. That's the distance that he likes. He won his maiden breaker of his first start ever at a mile on the turf. And I think he just, uh, you know, should be a little bit tighter today. He shows a good 1, 11, and 3, 6 furlong work, which attributes to this tightness, and a 59 and 3 uh, handily work since that last race on June 19th. He's actually graded stakes placed on the Del Mar turf course at today's distance. So he obviously likes the turf, and he likes the Del Mar turf. So Del Mar race nine, number six, Goliad. Good stuff. Woodbine Mohawk Park is next. Well, they have a 10-race card tonight, including a mandatory payout, listen to this, on the standard jackpot high five on tonight's 10th race with a jackpot carryover of $262,569.27. Oh, that's important. Yeah. And there is a 20-cent minimum bet, so why not try your luck on it, right? So, But to, to, this, to hopefully, hopefully give you a bankroll to maybe bet uh, that uh, tonight uh, with some uh, uh, 
vitality, I guess you could say. <laughs> I'm looking at a horse in tonight's fourth race, which is a one-mile pace, purse of $22,000. It's a good group of three- and four-year-olds. Number six, greatest ending, just missed by a head last week, so it really wasn't a great ending. It was a somewhat good in ending, but it wasn't the greatest. Uh, um, and he actually lost to our ponies pick, uh, Powertrain, who is back in tonight, but Powertrain has drawn the outside eight post tonight. So only a head separated these horses. So we see a big post position switch uh, between which benefits, I think, uh, greatest ending, uh, who left from post seven but gets post six tonight, which, as I've pointed out in the past, is the most advantageous post at Woodbine Mohawk Park. Uh, I like the fact that greatest ending left last week, then sat a two-hole trip, <laughs> And then he was able to find some room up the inside in the stretch to close on the lead and just miss the win by a head. So he actually made two moves in the race at first quarter, last quarter. Uh, this three-year-old is lightly raced with four wins and 11 starts. And three starts back, he was only 9-1 to one against the good beach glass in the elimination of the Meadowlands uh, pace. So Woodbine Mohawk Park, race four, number six, greatest ending. Impressive, Larry. Uh, we've got the Meadowlands. Okay, the Meadowlands has a 14-race card tonight, including eliminations for next Saturday's Hambletonian and Hambletonian Oaks. Uh, race seven tonight is the $61,800 $61, Tompkins Gear Stakes, um, named for a very historic uh, standard horse in uh, North America. It's for three-year-old Colts and Geldings. Number four, Mad Max Hanover. Looks like he has found a field he should be able to handle, as this guy has really been a victim of bad posts his last three races, which have come against the best three-year-olds uh, in North America. Uh, he, After qualifying for the final of the North America Cup at Woodby Mohawk Park with a third-place finish in his elimination, he drew the 10-post in the North America Cup final and finished ninth. Two weeks later, it was the elimination for the Meadowlands pace, where again, Mad Max Hanover started from the seven hole, but he was only able to get up for fifth and qualify. He got the last qualifying spot for the Meadowlands pace. Uh, unfortunately, two weeks ago, the post position gods were pretty much against him again as he drew the nine post, and despite the outward draw, Mad Max Hanover raced super, closing ground at every pole to finish second, to Brent McGrath's beach class in the Meadowlands Pace Final. Mad Max Hanover was only beaten one and three quarter lengths to beach class, and he paced his own mile in 147 and four with a last quarter in 25 and four. If he runs back to that race tonight, I think the rest of the field will be battling for second place. So the Meadowlands race seven, number four, Mad Max Hanover. Thank you, Larry Simpson. It has been a pleasure and you are a treasure. And just before we say goodbye, I want to give a great shout out to Mark at Fans of Horse Racing. And now it is time for the final farewell. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. A little reminder, if you would like to receive a free digital copy of the current issue of Ponies 24-7 magazine recently released, please email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma. For more information on this great cause, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca forward slash ponies and please donate to the cause. Thank you for listening. Ponies 24-7 the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.